Hi, and welcome to Unfailing Love with Kim. If you haven't got your coffee yet, you know the drill. Put me on pause, meet me on the couch. Hi, and welcome back to Unfailing Love with Kim. So we are going to talk about our scripture passage for the week, and it is found in Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is any if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. I find this so encouraging because there are times that we we just get down and we only see the circumstances that we're dealing with. But if we look at these things and, and meditate on these things that he talks about, the good and the noble and the pure and the lovely, all of these things, if we meditate on those, it takes our mind off of the, off the negative. At least it does for me. And I really, really love um, verse five. Let your gentleness be known to, to all men. The Lord is at hand. So one way that you can share the love of Jesus is by your gentleness and your love. And that is um, such a big thing, especially this time of year, there's so many people hurting. And if we share our gentleness and if we rejoice in the Lord always, then we will find a joy in helping others and in being a part of our family celebrations because sometimes those are hard. So I just, I just want to share this with you. It kind of leads into our, our podcast today, which I'll be right back to do. And it is on Thanksgiving. So I'll see you on the other side. Hi, and welcome back to Unfailing Love with Kim. We are going to talk about Thanksgiving today because there is so much to be thankful for, but sometimes we get so caught up in our circumstances and our situation and what we're going through, that we don't find that Thanksgiving, that we just dwell in that, that negative place. And I challenge you, if you are feeling that way, I challenge you to go put on some praise music, some worship music, and just worship and praise God and see if that doesn't change your perspective or let some things fall off of you that you've been hanging on to. I, I find when I am in the worst circumstances, that's when I need to praise God the most. So I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures here. Psalm 69 verses 1 through, I'm sorry, Psalm 9, 1 through 2. I skipped down one. I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of your marvelous works. I will be, I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name on almost high. So whatever your circumstances are, he is doing marvelous work and he is worthy to be praised. And when we praise him with our whole heart, it not only touches him, but it changes us. Now we're going to go to Psalm 69 verses, <clears throat> excuse me, 30 through 31. 
I will praise God's name in song and glorify him with thanksgiving. This will please the Lord more than an ox, more than a bull with its horns and hooves. And those were things that were, were looked on as very, um, very high to, to give those things. And it says that this pleases the Lord more than that, more than the, the sacrifice of animals. It's a sacrifice of your heart and of your love. That's what matters the most. Okay, I am going to, well, before I go to the next scripture, I just want to talk a little bit because I know that there are times when things are just um, really, really hard to find that Thanksgiving place. I, you know, I just went through losing my mom. I understand. I really do. And so I am... <clears throat> Our family is struggling right now because Christmas was my mom's biggest time. She made a huge deal out of it. She had, I mean, her tree was like right out of the magazines. Her house had villages everywhere. She had centerpieces. It was just always beautiful. And the outside, her and my brother would decorate and, <clears throat> and it would be just this huge undertaking and just beautiful and, and enjoyable for everybody that drove by. And so as we come, to Thanksgiving, that's when Christmas usually started, is right after Christmas, or right after Thanksgiving. And I myself, I, I may have already told you this, but I've got all my gifts bought. I just had one arrive that I need to wrap. And then I think I've got them all wrapped. And then <clears throat> I have everything decorated in my house. I went over and did the tree at my mom's house. My brother's doing the villages. And <clears throat> it just, it took a lot of stress off of me because normally I wait till the last minute to do decorating and shopping and wrapping and I'm going into December with a kind of peace, but that peace is, is in being prepared, but there's still this nagging, mom's not gonna be there and that is hard to take. But at the same time, I praise God that, <clears throat> that we got the time with her that we did. And I praise God for um, a peaceful passing. And I just, you know, I praise God for all the things that he did here on earth and all the things that he still is doing in heaven. It's as hard as it is, I still praise God. Whatever situation you're in, praise God. Praise God for the situation and bringing you through it. When I had cancer 10 years ago, I praised God. I spent hours with the praise music on, just praising God and thanking him that he was gonna find the way out for me. And I believe that. I believe he was absolutely gonna find the way out for me. And so as we go through this, I want you to think that there is um, There's just so much joy that you can find if you look for it. But if you stay dwelling in that negative space, that's where you're going to be. You need to get your eyes off your situation and put them on Christ and put them on the good things that he has done for you and the eternity that he has promised you. And that's one thing that makes it okay that my mom is gone is I know she's in that beautiful eternity just waiting for us. She'll be missed here. She absolutely is missed here. 
but I also know that I will see her again. And so that is, um, for me, that's really helpful. And I know that there's people that maybe don't have family, maybe don't even have a home that are out there. And, and I'm saying, praise God. And you're saying, for what, right? Well, if you have invited him into your heart, then you have eternal life with him. That's something to thank him for. That when we die, we don't just rot in a, in a hole in the ground. Or we don't go to, to the depths of, he of hell. We go to a beautiful eternity with Christ. Isn't that alone enough to th be thankful for? I would say yes. I think it's very much... Um, even even if you're out on the streets, you can find something good and noble and pure to be thankful for. We read you, um, I was going to read it, Psalm 95, and I'm going to read verses 1 through 7. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and exalt him with the music and song. For the Lord is the great God the great king above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth and the, and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his for he made it and his hands form the dry land. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. Just think about that. Everything that we see, everything that we touch, everything that we hear, Everything that we taste originated from God because there was nothing here, nothing. And he spoke it into existence and everything belongs to him. And that means you, especially if you've given your heart to him. If you haven't yet, he's waiting for you with open arms because he has a type of unfailing love that we can't even imagine here on earth. No matter how much we mess up, he still loves us. He's still there for us. And so if you're going through really tough times, I really think that now is the time to, to really think about coming to Christ. And if you want to make that decision, then I want you to email me at, at unfailinglovewithkim at gmail.com or send me a message on Facebook at unfailinglovewithkim or a voicemail on the Anchor app or at anchor.fm slash unfailinglovewithkim or you can call 509-582-5085. If you do any of these things and you allow me to um, contact you back, I will, lead you, I will lead you through the prayer to accept Christ. So right now, that is, um, that's so important, right? That we, that we accept Christ first. That's the first thing we need is to accept Christ. I need to make a correction. That last verses, I had a marked wrong. That was not Psalm 95. It was Psalm 147, 1 through 7. So that's something I would look, encourage you to go back and just, just read those words again. Read those words again and think about how everything, everything is his. Now there's things in this world that he, he wants nothing to do with, 
but he created this world he created the earth he created the sky he created the mountains he created the oceans he created it all and that just to me is amazing and that's something to be thankful for um, this next one is colossians chapter 4 verses 2 through 4 Continue or continue earnestly in prayer. Be vigilant in, in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open up, open to us a door for the word to speak, the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. So think about that. Being in chains and still praising God. Being in jail and still praising God. Is that something you could do? Would you sing praises if you were arrested and you were put in jail? I would say most of us wouldn't, which is sad. So I have all the scripture references for today, but if you do a search for Thanksgiving, you will get tons of different things. And I just didn't want to overwhelm you with a lot of this, because a lot of them repeat each other. But I think it's really important that we remember that our, our hope is in Christ. And whatever situation you're in, take your eyes off the situation for a moment and look towards him. And sometimes we think we're in a bad situation, but if we just look around, we have a pretty good. <coughs> Sorry, I just took a drink. And it went down the wrong spot so like I said through this time of the holidays our family's having a hard time we really are but at the same time we want to we want to honor her by having it the same as she would have had it so we have we're decorating to the hilt just like she would we're having family over just like she did and it's not a small endeavor and when I think, when she passed, she was 78 years old. So last year at 77, she did all, She, I'm sure my brother helped some with the villages and he puts the angel on top of the tree because she can't reach it. But she decorates to the hilt and she did that at age 77. Unfortunately, she won't get to do it at age 78. However, she's in heaven with Jesus. So which is better? being able to decorate or spending time with Jesus. I think she's in a pretty good place and and that doesn't mean we won't miss her and there won't be a, a place in our heart that hurts. Because when you lose somebody, that's just how it is, right? You, you feel it, you have to mourn it, you have to grieve it, but you also have to put it in its place in, should you be staying in this situation of grief forever? And it's not, sometimes it's not under your control. Sometimes the pain just comes. I know for me, there's times that I'm outside with the kids crossing them on the crosswalk and all of a sudden my eyes just fill with tears and, and I don't even know what brought it on. But I wiped those tears and I looked at those kids and I kept on going because those kids need someone to get them across the street safely. They need someone to help teach them. And I, I will be doing that again. I was doing it, but um, 
we made some changes and I'm at the school now in a safe place because I am a high risk for if, if I got COVID of getting very ill. So yeah, I have a place that's separate from everybody and that's my workspace and I'm gonna be teaching kids, um, helping them with some struggles that they're having where they need more one-on-one -on -one or small group attention. And I get to do that and I get to bring that, that joy of knowledge to them. And if you've never worked with a child and see them light up, then you are missing something big. Um, I know with our grandkids too, we watch that. We watch, I can't be sad when I look at my grandkids. I'm sad that she didn't get to meet our, our youngest grandchild. She went before he was born. But I know that she can see him. She knows what's going on down here. And I look at those grandbabies and all they do is bring me joy. There's nothing else but joy from them. And it just, it just fills my heart when I see them. So maybe when you are struggling, struggling with um, a situation or a circumstance, is there some place where you can spend some time with it, some young children and just let them bring that joy back into your life? doesn't have to be, I mean, you don't have to be a grandparent or a parent. Well, a parent, you do enjoy that, but you also have to be um, challenging with them. And that's, that's a hard thing. So, um, but if you, I don't know if there's some kind of a ministry where it's working with children and you just go and even if you ask, can I just spend a day hanging out? Cause I need to lift a boost in my, in my life. And kids can give you that because they are so innocent. They're innocent just like, um, just like Christ. They're not, they're not evil. They haven't picked up any evil tendencies when they're like two, three years old. They're still pure of heart. And that is where that joy comes from. So as we go through the Thanksgiving season, I think it's important to be thankful for um, the things in your life that are good and I think it's also good to be thankful for the things you're struggling with. Thank God that he is, he is growing you because when we struggle, we grow. Have you ever seen um, a caterpillar after it's been in its, um, in a chrysalis, I think they call it now, and they're ready to come out as a butterfly. Have you ever seen them struggling? If you if you try and help them, then they can't, they won't survive. They have to have that struggle out to be able to live. And so we're that way too. We need to go through struggles because it grows us. That doesn't mean God puts misery in our life. Most things that we go through are man-made. I know that some of the things I go through, I created. But sometimes it's not you that created it, but somebody else. And that's hard. And if you had a part in creating it, you need to own up to that. And you need to ask for forgiveness. And you know what? God will give it to you. He is full of grace and mercy for his children. So I'm gonna name some things I'm thankful for just because it is 
Thanksgiving before the next time I talk to you. So I'm very thankful for my husband. He is such a strong leader of our home. He is such a, a loving, caring grandfather. When I see him with the kids, it's just, oh my goodness, just fills my heart with joy when Papa and the kids are playing or Papa's holding the kids and they're just staring at him or loving on him. And I'm so thankful for my kids and my grandkids. I can't imagine my life without them in it. I know that there's people whose kids move far, far away with the, and then they have babies and it's really hard for the grandparents to have a relationship. And I am so grateful that that's not our situation. I am so overjoyed by each of these grandkids and I'm overjoyed watching my kids be parents. I'm thankful for the home we live in and that we can share it with others in Christ. I'm thankful for my job, my job where I get to work with these adorable little children and work with them and build them up and help grow them in their knowledge. And I get to learn from them how to be childlike. And I'm thankful for my extended family, my brother, my husband's siblings, my, my father-in-law and his wife. There's just so many things to be thankful for. Those are just a few of the most that are, are closest to me. I'm thankful that my mom left recipes that I can use to make our Christmas Eve just as special. I'm thankful for this podcast that God has allowed me to, to use this platform to reach people who are hurting, people who are just need, need to understand that they're loved and that they need to show that love to others. I'm so thankful he's in my life. That is probably the biggest thing that God came into my life and he changed everything. He changed everything about my husband and I, he changed the, 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 where my kids are because they saw what God did for us. And so I am so grateful for that. That is probably the biggest thing. I'm thankful that God came into our lives and that we found our way for the, God and us to be together in this as a, a trio. A rope that has three strands is so strong. And I'm so grateful that we have that now. So I am going to just pray us out of here because I gave all the information a little earlier on. But um, I do wish you have a, a very wonderful Thanksgiving filled with joy. If you have a situation where you have hurt somebody and it's somebody in the family, go make it right. Go apologize. It's not worth it. Holding on to anger and bitterness is just not worth it, especially with your family. So just that was just a last note there. And now I'm going to pray us out. And I just wish you all a wonderful Thanksgiving. And I will see you after Thanksgiving, the day after. Or I'll, you'll listen to me. Yeah, I, you don't see me yet. That's okay. Um, so, Father God, I just thank you for each and every person who's listening to the podcast. That you would bless them and overwhelm them with your, your never-ending love. 
your all-enduring, all-encompassing love, and that you would encourage them to do the same. I just ask, Lord, that relationships be mended, that that um, that people are hearing this and they're going to go make a change. They're going to go um, make it right with people that they've hurt. And we've all had people that we hurt that we need to take care of. And I just ask, Lord God, that you help us all know who those people are and that you give us what we need to mend those fences. Lord, I, I pray that everyone has a joyous Thanksgiving and that they express their, their gratitude and their thanks for all that you are and all that you do. And I give you praise and I give you glory and honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving and I will see you the day after.